Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In a time of fake news, power struggles, political intrigue and injustice, there was a man whose face shined like an angel. He was a messenger from God, a true witness of him. He was full of the Holy Spirit and a light in amongst the darkness of this world. He spoke of God's heart and how God continually revealed himself. He testified of the Eternal One who is intimate and personal and showed that throughout human history, God provided and cared for them. He declared that God is majestic and glorious, almighty and powerful, rich in mercy and continually giving of himself to humanity. That in his great love he made a covenant with us and in grace and truth he came to set us free. He knew and testified that God had given all of himself for us to live in Jesus' victory in this world of inequality, trouble and pain. The man who testified, his name was Stephen. So today let us look through the eyes of Stephen and gaze into heaven and see the glory of God. Acts chapter 7, verse 55 to 56. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Through Jesus' life, death, resurrection and ascension, the glory of God is revealed and heaven was opened. Stephen, being filled with the Holy Spirit, sees Jesus in that context. He sees Jesus in the highest position of power and authority and declares to the high priest and the Jewish council that Jesus is the Son of Man the Son of Man whom they crucified. Referring to Jesus as the Son of Man in the highest position of power and authority in heaven recalls the powerful prophecy by Daniel. Let us read Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 to 10. I watched till the thrones were put in place and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened.
Daniel, like Stephen, sees into heaven and describes the majesty and awesomeness of the Ancient of Days. Oh, I so love that term for God. The Ancient of Days. He is spectacular, pure and holy, just and true, seated on his throne. A throne that is eternal and universal. His throne appears like a chariot of fire. Thousands upon thousands minister to him, for he alone is worthy. Ten thousands upon ten thousands stood before him. So the scene is set. The books were opened, and the high drama is about to unfold. Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 to 14. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. One like the Son of Man enters in all his glory. To him was given an everlasting dominion, an everlasting glory, an everlasting kingdom. This is God's eternal kingdom of justice and equality, peace and harmony, deliverance and freedom, light and life. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he referred to himself over and over again as the Son of Man. He identified with us in his coming to us. The Son of God perfect and holy, divine and eternal, the very essence of God, did not need to subject himself to the full human condition and die the most brutal death devised by humanity. We are the ones who needed a saviour. We are the ones who needed to be delivered from the bondage of death, evil and self. Knowing this is because God so loves that he sent his Son who chose to become the sacrifice for us. He gave all of himself to us. All of himself in Jesus. We needed the perfect man to become the perfect sacrifice and defeat death, evil and self, to seize back the power that humanity had given to evil and self. And only God is perfect and pure, innocent and all-powerful. The Son of God had to become the Son of Man and suffer for us, so that we could be delivered and truly be free. John chapter 3 verse 13 to 15 No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven. That is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, 
that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The Son of Man was lifted up on a cross for all to see. He suffered for us. He rose from the dead and ascended back to heaven to the right hand of God the Father. He is there now in resurrected human form, holding out his nail-pierced hands. All power and authority has been given to him. In his glorified, victorious body he stands, having fought and won the battle for us. He continues to give all of himself to us. He intercedes for us and empowers us to stand in his victory. So when we feel unworthy, have a bad thought, or have done a bad thing, we can look to the cross and his nail-pierced hands, knowing that he has paid the cost and taken care of it all. Jesus' sacrifice makes us worthy to receive his free gift of himself, his unconditional love, his eternal peace, his transforming power, and his resurrection life. We can look to his victory and know we no longer are bound to follow that bad thing. That bad thing no longer determines our identity or our destiny. It no longer has the power to control our life. We give it all to Jesus, the bad and the good. He takes away the bad and he grows the good. And when we're in surrender to the Father's will, we can trust that he is working, transforming and renewing our hearts and minds, giving us new ways to feel, new ways to see, new ways to think and new ways to live. We just need to give him time in a heart-mind condition of surrender. This is the daily journey and the ongoing adventure of living victoriously in surrender. As Jesus said, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus as the resurrected Son of Man defines the destiny for all humanity. John chapter 5, verses 25 to 27. Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he granted the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. All will hear the voice of the Son of God. No one will be without excuse. This is the same eternal voice that in the beginning declared light into the darkness and created something out of nothing. His voice is life-giving and life-changing.
The Son of God is the Son of Man, and the Son of Man is the Son of God. It is because the Son of God became the Son of Man that he will execute judgment. He is the one who holds court, has all power, dominion and authority. He is the true witness and rightful judge. His justice is perfect, based on equality, freedom and salvation for all. On that day, that is the last day, or the day of judgment, the Son of Man will stand and testify of those who are his. We will hear him say, You have received me, therefore, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the fullness of my kingdom, my kingdom of justice and equality, peace and harmony, deliverance and freedom, light and life for all eternity. He will say to those who rejected him, Depart from me, I never knew you. Enter into your chosen eternal destiny of injustice and equality, conflict and dissension, enslavement and captivity, darkness and death for all eternity. Stephen saw Jesus standing. Stephen testifies before the same people who put Jesus on trial and crucified him that Jesus is the Son of Man. When Jesus was on trial before the high priests, elders and Jewish council, they sought false witnesses against him so they could put him to death. Yet he was innocent. Against all the false accusations, he kept his silence. Then the high priest said to him, Tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. Let us listen to the voice of God and Jesus' reply. Matthew chapter 26, verse 64. Jesus said to him, It is as you said, Nevertheless, I say to you, Hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Again the same people put Jesus on trial through his disciple Stephen, the true witness who testifies that Jesus' statement before his death and Daniel's prophecy centuries ago was fulfilled in Jesus. He is the Son of God, who went back into heaven on the clouds as the Son of Man. Yes, Jesus stands. He is still their high priest and is ruling and reigning from his throne, an everlasting throne that is above all principalities and powers and the empires of humanity. All that they would receive him. Yet again they chose to reject him and his right to rule and reign. They knowingly chose their eternal destiny in rejecting him. 
their destiny of injustice and equality, conflict and dissension, enslavement and captivity, darkness and death. In standing, not only does Jesus continue to be the high priest, but at the same time to those who reject him, he stands bringing condemnation. By rejecting Jesus and the testimony of Stephen's true witness, they remain under condemnation and will be judged by Jesus accordingly. They are custodians of the truth. They know the Old Testament prophecies. They know the prophecy of the Son of Man in the book of Daniel. They also would know that in the book of Isaiah, the Lord stands up to plead and judge the people of ancient Israel and exposes how they knowingly rejected him. Jesus' standing in this context represents two very different destinies, depending on who they choose to give their allegiance to. For Stephen and every disciple of Jesus, Jesus continues to be our high priest, ministering and testifying to all that we are his. For those who reject Jesus and his right to rule and reign, reject their only pathway of salvation. They, with the nations of humanity, remain under condemnation and will be judged accordingly. The leaders of ancient Israel held their own court. They brought fake witnesses against Jesus and fake witnesses against his true witness, Stephen. Injustice is their domain. They crucified Jesus and stoned Stephen to death. Just before that moment, Stephen gave a true witness of Jesus. Jesus stands and gives a true witness of Stephen. Daniel saw into heaven and future time. Stephen saw into his present time. Knowing the fulfilment of Daniel's vision is in Jesus. Daniel saw further into time and declared that all peoples, all nations and languages should serve the Son of Man. When Jesus returns in all his glory and the books are opened and the courts do commence, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus, the Son of Man, is Lord of Lords, to the glory of our Father. Yes, the King of Kings came to serve us and set us free. He is our High Priest and perfect sacrifice. He continues to serve us and we, in receiving Him, serve Him, to the glory of our Father. Sadly, not everyone will choose to receive him and enter into his kingdom. But everyone will see him and have to bow to him, for he is the eternal Son of God, who became the Son of Man. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.